All right, we're back again. It is Monday, the 13th day of July, 2020, at 10.30 and 13 seconds past the hour here in the a.m. Eastern Standard Time, broadcasting live to tape from my the friendly confines of my home studio, office, recording studio, place of worship, Parts Unknown, South Jersey. It is the Movie Review Show, episode 276. I think I screwed up the numbering on, when I in my audio. Uh, I think I called Oh no! I, the labeling. I called. I labeled them wrong. Maybe. Uh, anyway, this is a special episode. If you're following along at home on the RSS feed of the uh, other of the actual podcast, uh, MySpace, the podcast, the family podcast networking uh, of networks. Uh, this is episode 814. There, uh, MySpace, the podcast, it's available wherever you get your podcast. It's mostly just the movie review, but then every once in a while, I throw in some. I throw a curveball at you. I don't know what you're going to get there, it's, but I haven't been doing a lot of non-movie review podcasts. Uh, the ones that are up there are very short and often very strange. So there you have it. This is a special edition because the next two episodes I'm going to be recording today here on Monday are devoted to the first four films of one Rick Alverson. Rick Alverson. So we're going to be doing uh, the not the first director focus, but the first one. That I'm going to be posting to my um, website, themoviereviewshow.blogspot.com. I'll be doing a piece that is sort of works outside of the uh, scope of the podcast necessarily. Because I've reviewed his fifth film, The Mountain. That was that was my favorite film of 2019. And um, yeah, uh, so I'm not going to re-review that in a podcast form. I am going to tackle the first four films which I've watched now. Uh, or rewatched in the case of comedy and uh, entertainment. That'll be the next episode. I think these are these are clear pairs. I mean, the, these first two films that I'm, I'm lumping together here are clearly a pair. Uh, the Builder, and I like that they work in this sort of. Uh, I I am gonna I am going to do a kind of convoluted analogy of a house of this uh, Rick Alverson's building a house, um, that that may fall completely flat and. Uh, Leave me with a bunch of egg on my face, but that's the that's the um the risk we sometimes take uh, as content creators, creators, creators. So there, you, so that's it. That's uh that's that's the show. See, you. thanks for listening. Um, both of the both this film and uh New, New Jerusalem, New Jerusalem, the Builder and New Jerusalem are uh, very good films. I like this guy a lot. I'm a huge fan of this director. Let me just quick, but some quick background, I guess, is kind of in order here, because um, I think this is a little bit more of a special episode, if you will, as my normal slop that I deliver. Um, Patrick James Alverson Jr., born in Spokane, Washington, and I believe he came up and uh, he's been living or working in Richmond, Virginia, since uh, since sometime in the 2000s. I don't know. I don't know his whole history. Um, there's not a lot here. I'm on the Wikipedia page, of course, and um, he's 49 years of age, so he's uh, uh, 10 years my senior, almost exactly. Uh, not, not that that's neither here nor there. Um, but he is a guy who started off. He's kind of had this trajectory where he's made. I, I feel you know. I'm going to rank them. I guess we can do the ranking now as we do this. The ranking in this case is arbitrary in a sense because I, I love all of these films and I recommend all of them highly. All five are, to me, of extreme high quality, 
they change and grow, which is I, which is to me has been a, so such a fun experience of, of discovering this guy when I first heard of him was through the comedy, which we'll get to in the next, the subsequent episode here. Um, but now that I've taken in and multiple viewings of his filmography, I've um, seen this growth that is truly one of the things. You know, it starts off so small, and not that the mountain is a big picture by any means, but. It's it's definitely the most polished of the of the of the five, and he's kind of they've kind of become more polished in a way, and they've grown in different ways too, not just from a, an aesthetic or a monetary uh, uh, way at a level. They they've they've grown just on a, on a thematic level, and you know, I, it's funny because now now with everything going on in the world, this crazy world that uh, is seemingly like more bleak each day, which is you know, I. For for so long, I've always been like, you know, when people are like, oh, we're living, you know, everything was 2016, whatever, like, oh, okay, can you believe Trump, you know, it's all these things happen, like historically, all these things happen, the Iraq war, 9-11, obviously 9-11 is not, you know, debatable, but you always think you're living in these extraordinary times, but you're really not, I mean, in history, I think that's kind of like a bias uh, of, of your life, of one's life, of one's, they want to attribute uh, a greater significance, but in a lot of ways, a certain year is no different than any other year that's happened in human history. They've all had their own kind of moments, but this does feel like, at least in this country, um, we're like, we're hit, we're hitting some sort of a, a nader or something. Uh, a Ralph nader. <laughs> wow. Just uh, off the rails here. Off, we're off to the races. So I've gone. I've already uh, written these reviews. Basically, they need a little bit of um, fine tuning. Let's see how many words I wrote. This is the, this is the entire uh, entirety of the first four movies. I've written um, oh, uh, about twenty twenty two hundred words on this on the on films of Rick Alverson. And when I frame them each as their own review, even though I, I feel like again they're they're really built to be talked about in pairs. Uh, especially these first two. And uh, let's just get right into it. The Builder, 2010. The first feature film from Rick Alverson. And uh, this one was co-written by the lead actor in the film, Colm O'Leary. Now, this guy, Colm O'Leary, is an Irish um, Irish actor, maybe Irish-American. And... Um, he plays the lead in both these first two movies. There's a kind of a co-lead in the, in the next one, uh, but he's he's really the lead. This is the sparsest of all of them. This has got I I would this one by far features the uh, least amount of dialogue. They're both uh, short films. I think they're 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 barely 90, 90 minutes each. Uh, and he also acted as the uh, uh, cinematographer. He photographed both of these as well. And he's edited all five of his films, which is an interesting note as uh, too. So he's clearly a an auteur, an auteur with a very hands-on approach to uh, crafting these films. And a uh, quick note here on the builder, because I, I was, I you know, I've been doing some, doing my, my research is just like a, a ten seconds before I hit record, I, I hit I Google, and then I kind of I'm fumbling over tabs on my internet browser as I as I record. 
uh, which is if you've come to if you've listened to the show for any length of time, you understand that's uh, player for the course. And um, I was struck. I said Amazon hit a one star. This movie, The Builder, had a one star uh, review uh, score, average score. And I clicked on it, and there's two uh, reviews, one from June 2019 and the other one from November 2019. And they're both the exact same, uh, basically. One is one star. Uh, the video is not working. Playing the video, it just links to a six-minute instructional music video. It does not allow a person to watch The Builder by Rick Alverson. And the next one is not the actual movie, in all caps. Instead of the movie playing, there's a six-minute instructional music lesson. So just... You know, so now you know, now when people see this guy's film on uh, on Amazon, I have no idea if you can watch it on Amazon uh, or not or, or buy it. Uh, I guess it's oh, it's not. This is the video is not currently available to watch in your location, whatever the fuck that means on Amazon. So fuck Amazon, uh, whatever the hell blunder that was. I'm, I'm blaming Jeff Bezos for that um, personally. Uh, it's funny because you can read the uh, descriptions for these um, movies, and and they're almost. They're packed with more information than, than you necessarily might glean from watching the film, and I think that's both good and good and bad. I mean, it's kind of kind of fascinating. Uh, you 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 get you get this. I'll read I'll read this one paragraph here because that, that accompanies it. Uh, following an Irish immigrant carpenter from coastal Queens, coastal Queens, to the Catskills and beyond, the builder is an American existential portrait that explores the gulf between the idea of a thing. And the thing itself, having set off to New York countryside to construct a reproduction of the earliest of American Cape houses. See, that, uh, I'm sure there's a note about that, like, quickly. That's so specific, and it's not necessarily something I, I even picked up on. Uh, but in, in that's, that's, so these treatments are interesting. I always feel like, um, uh, who, who wrote them? You know, like it, it's, it's, they're very, they're, they're giving too much away for a movie that, that necessarily not, nothing happens. Anyway, uh, the protagonist, Calm O'Leary, finds himself overcome and with an inexplicable fatigue, debts, and expectations mount alongside the crudest and most naive of deceptions that of both self and of family. <laughs> As the chasm grows, the builder finds himself confronted by the unnerving ambivalence of the world around him. They, all of this is true. I mean, I'm not... Uh, but to me... Reading that is like defeats the purpose of watching it in a sense because you don't want to necessarily have that painted out for you or, or spelt out for you. Uh, you want to see you want to see the painting of it take place, but watch the watching of this film, and that's why I feel like it's such a, a successful film is because all of those ideas are in there, but you might not necessarily ever find those stumble upon those words. Both both the uh, thematic. Uh, re relevance and also just just the um, tactile uh, plot. You know uh, uh, what's happening. I, my chair is very squeaky. I'm sorry. Do you hear my squeaky chair? Yeah. Trying not to squeak. It's the more I try not to squeak on the chair, it's I find my body stiffening, and that leads to increased squeaking of my office chair here, and it's very embarrassing. And I'm I apologize. Um. You know, so I'm just. Pouring over a little bit of my, uh, you know, my, my review of this. Look, I'm not, I'm not an AO. Uh, what was that guy's name? <laughs> AO Scott. Uh, AO. I wonder if people ever did that. Did they get? What was that guy's name? The uh, uh, AO Scott, right? Movie, best movies. Hey, he's the New York Times guy. AO Scott. I wonder if they ever go. 
Ayo. To him. Very, I'm so tired. I'm just so freaking tired, to be honest with you. I, I liked, I think I like the builder more than New Jerusalem. Just if I, if I have to, because I'm doing this ranking thing. I have to do the ranking. I would put it at, um, God, just a smidge, just a smidge uh, higher. So in fifth place, the next movie we're going to review, New Jerusalem. New Jerusalem. I guess I'm done with, uh, am I done with that? I guess so. Uh, let's go on to the next, the next thing here. I feel like New Jerusalem has more. I mean, New, Jer- New Jerusalem has more uh, uh, dialogue, and and it's interesting to think. You know, are, are these uh, are these films? Is this a sequel? Is this the same guy? Because I, I believe he ends up in Richmond at the end of the builder, and he's in in this, and then New Jerusalem takes place, I think, entirely in Richmond, and you know, you're you're. Uh, you're wondering, is this the same guy? If you if you watch them back to back, it sort of could feel like it is. But uh, it's they, it, if they are, they, they it is or it isn't. It's not really the point here. The story can is not necessarily a sequel by any means. Uh, but they are. I mean, obviously connected. Again, screenplay here of this one. Whatever screenplay you have, you've got uh, is written by Alverson and Colm O'Leary. He again is the star here. He plays in uh, again. They focus on the fact that he's an Irish Im- immigrant. And this, I guess, will lead me to my point. I want to make that I feel like there's a his the films of Rick Alverson are all kind of dealing with this, and it was spelt right out there in the description I read before for the builder. But there, it's dealing with these existential matters, matters of the uh, of the self uh, and how one fits in the world and how one deals with the dread, the the that that is seemingly all around, not pondering it necessarily, but kind of. The moments uh, in between, and I think that's why these movies are kind of told in a fragmented style. There's no, there's no linear plot uh, whatsoever in the in, or arc or traditional arc in these movies. I mean, that, that's uh, one one note that Alverson uh, constantly gets kind of tagged with is that he's you know he fully abandons the idea of like the the uh, arc or the the multi act uh, uh, narrative structure for feature films. And we see he he does start to explore that more a little bit towards the uh, more recent ones, which we'll talk about. But these first two are are, are plotless. I mean, they 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 have they have a story, and uh, there's there's a great scene at the end of the builder where he uh, he leaves a voicemail, I believe, to his nephew about how he's telling about a, a, a he's kind of drunk and he's telling a tale about this story that can be told in any direction it doesn't matter what the beginning or the end is and that is such a you know it's a beautiful little piece uh, it's a, a very kind of climactic point in the in that movie the builder and i feel like it's a framework for his career in a lot of ways now the fact that he doesn't he he's starting to abandon that i think is a good thing it's it's basically showing that he's not you know he's not tied down to this thing he's growing and he's he's dealing with these ideas uh, I love the mountain the bet the mo- I, I would say that's just my number one film of his and I think that's an all-time classic I saw that in Philly in the theater and um was blown away by it and I've since rewatched it a couple times I, I just um man how do you, you know 
because he's uh, again he's an existential dread, but he he's looking at it. This very ins- these first two movies are very insular, in so much as the lens is Cole Moliere and this actor, and he's playing this guy who you know he he he's he grow he grows more distressed in if if it is the same character. Let's just for this sake, let's argue that it is. He grows more distressed in New Jerusalem to the point where he's having kind of these panic attacks, and he's going to see a psychologist, and he gets prescribed um, some. Uh, antidepressant type type of uh, drug, and uh, he's also dealing with his coworker, an evangelical Christian, played by uh, Mr. Will Oldham. You know him as Bonnie Prince Billy, the uh, music the musician. Um, but this is all very insular. And we'll talk a little bit more about New Jerusalem in a minute. But I just uh, want to just this idea about the existential void. You know, this kind of this void that seems like it's 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 at once nothing and everything kind of collapsing in and around us and who we are and the sense of self. And it is about sense of self. These first two films are about sense of self. But then you see, you see, you see the, this, the same idea I feel explored from different angles in the comedy and then entertainment and then the mountain, which is looking at that same problem. But the, the stand in for uh, uh, the individual is, is basically America is, is like the, the, this, the problem is this country and what it does to people and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll hopefully I have been writing about this. And I, when you go to the website and you read, you know, this is this is still off the cuff. Uh, me me talking here. I'm not, you know, uh, I'm, I didn't prepare anything for this. I just want to give you kind of an overview. I think the meat and potatoes of these of my critiques of these films will be in my written uh, critiques on the website, as well as the first director focus, which will rank all the films and also kind of tie it together with this idea, this idea of building a house to tell this uh, thematic, to present this kind of this, uh, this take on the on existential dread, which I feel like is at the heart of all of these films and which I, I can relate to. I can, I can, you know, it, it they, these hit home with me because especially the first two uh, in, in a way, I think, these first two, I'm 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 giving nines. This score score of nine. They're very high nines. I d- debated pushing them up higher, but I think like to be honest with you, I think these that that's they feel right at that level. I think they've yet to kind of hit, reach the the highs that he gets to with the, the next group of films, uh, which are all I think either classics or borderline classics. I think they'll eventually all uh, be considered classics by anybody who. Uh, it, it's so funny because he he gets his reviews are uh all over the map i mean when when someone likes his films i think they 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 love them but then when these kind of some of these these top critics so to speak don't get it they they don't get it hard and they they feel like his films are like an affront to filmmaking uh you know in a weird way some of these old school film critics and which i love i think that that someone inspiring that kind of uh um vast uh, discord in terms of like the, the the popular critical opinion, especially for the people who are, you know get paid the big bucks to uh, decide on this stuff. I think that's that's really good. It's a good thing that they're kind of like at odds with each other because that's that means the person's making some art that is uh, is 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 good and, and should be uh, really. It, it, I love art that is so readily available to be picked apart and dissected like this. Uh, you know, me rambling on or not, just just in terms of getting getting to the heart of an issue, especially an issue that is like kind of intangible, like existential dread and this loneliness and and uh, how the American experience uh, plays in with all of that. 
So I, I look at I look at all of his films, and it's not necessarily right uh, to boil it down like this. But I, if if there's a question that how does one deal with the void of existential dread, then I think you can look at it uh, as you can you can kind of you can cut it down to all one word answers for all of these, and the first two are. And I think the first one is is the the weakest argument maybe because the first one is I think is not not as a I love I like the picture a lot I mean, I love it but it's it's it doesn't have uh, this clear cut agenda in terms of what what it's trying to say it's it's more or less just a tone piece in a lot of ways but I, if you want to the builder somebody's trying to build something but he you know he's trying to escape into something new that he's making trying to make some of your life so i, I attribute this to the to the word of work work just uh, just work just taking up your time to build something it's called the builder i mean i don't think this is that far of a stress stretch but the you know the fi- the fact that he can't um build anything really is Sort of, you know, it's it's a it's a great symbol for you know he's a guy who's here's a guy who's a builder, but he can't seem to for whatever reason he can't seem to build it. He just can't build the thing. So this inability to work is sort of tied, in, you know, uh, deeply to the to the experience of uh, any outsider. You know, I, they they always they, they, every every one of these movies they make a big deal about the immigrant experience. I I don't want to discount that or discredit that, but I, to me, I feel like it's much more about any outsider. I feel like you could sub into to to this role. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be the immigrant experience to to work on that level. It does, but it, it also works as just any outsider dealing with this kind of the pressures of uh, of uh, of dealing with uh, forces that seem like out of their control. And then New Jerusalem. Obviously, it's religion. This is the this is the movie that he focuses on organized religion. In this case, Will Oldham's character is um, and and it begins with the quote. Uh, I'm going to read the quote for the that that New Jerusalem begins with. He that shall overcome, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go out no more. And I will write upon him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem. And that is the uh, John of Patmos book of Revelation. I think that's from a translation of the Bible, very popular with evangelicals, because I think that that passage itself is kind of interesting. So I did a little research on it. Uh, The translations of that passage can kind of vary greatly in terms of what their what their meaning message is uh <laughs> god i'm clicking my mic i'm the chair i gotta get a better position here. it's embarrassing all this squeaky noise i'm sure is picking up on the mic uh he he so so this what does this quote mean i mean clearly it's, it's a simple quote in a lot of ways it's just it's it sort of sums up the evangelical spirit is that you cannot be you cannot be saved until you bring in uh, a pillar into the temp- to your temple, building your again building. It's a, there's a good connection there between the the, uh, the builder, uh, and you have to find a, a pillar to build your temple of God, and that's your new Jerusalem. And it's not enough to live a life of purity and faith uh, for these people. They need to actively save people, and it's at the detriment of life. And you see that in Will Oldham's character is that he, he's this equally kind of tortured soul 
uh, because he's latched his himself onto this project of his co- of this coworker who could you know who who the fact that they came into contact with each other on that level is sort of a chance encounter, and the fact that uh, Cole Moliere's, uh he put his name is Sean in the film is the fact that he you know he opens himself opens the door even a little is all, is all somebody like Will Oldham's character needs to then make that his you know his his life in essentially and it's just, it's it's a weird obsession uh it's, it's a film it's a film about being obsessed it's a film about you know again trying to fill fill up the, that void with something and both of these characters are doing it in different ways uh you know Cole Moliere's character is struggling to find the way he he, he has not found the path he's she's taking uh, pharmaceuticals he's drinking he's going out uh, he's uh he's obviously just letting it uh, overcome him by he's having you know these, these these panic attacks in the bathroom at work and it, it it's a guy that it's a it's a portrait of a struggle that is kind of you know real and makes a lot of sense and he's just he's 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 open to the religious angle of it but ultimately it's not it's not for him and then you have somebody like Will Oldham's character who's already made up his mind he's he he's not somebody who get who can be swayed he's going to save this person or he he has failed and he he and then just there's no it's so black and white that he he does not have any other chance of salvation if he cannot then bring this other person towards the light and watching his various sales pitches and, and how deep he goes with it it's very it's fascinating it's fascinating stuff it's a great performance it's it's a it's a lovely uh acted by uh will oldham and, and both como Co- again is this this guy who's seemingly only credits are with these first two films and he actually co-wrote on the mountain interestingly enough although he's not in that film um but he he's a bridge between these two films and he's 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 great in them it's a really a collaborative effort i mean he's he's the star he's also the co-writer of these kind of ideas and from what i've read that the, these both these films are dialogue you know there's not there i don't know if there's even necessarily a traditional script other than kind of uh shots and, and and so forth i'm not a lot of the, the dialogue is 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 improvised uh i believe and uh you know you can tell that it is uh but it's done really well it's supernatural uh they're both great films they're both really great films and, and they he, you 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 see them as a pair uh i would suggest watching them as a pair if it's something you're into i was just recommending them um again i like the builder it's by a tenth of a of a point uh, higher, I guess I would score them. I think they're both extremely high nines. Uh, excellent, excellent films that are a little hard to find. I know the builder is still out on the open on YouTube, a decent enough quality um, version of that that you can just just go search it right now. Rick Alverson, the builder on YouTube. Let me just see if it's still on there. It was on there as of a month ago. Uh, Rick Alverson, the builder. Uh, yeah, it's on there in full. Uh, posted five months ago. Only 133 views. So people, goddamn. I mean, I can't trust you enough. It's right here out in the open. Just watch the freaking builder. What? Let me see if there's any comments on this. Zero comments. 
views been up since February. So thank you who uh, to presence upon me for uploading. Let's, let's check this guy's channel out. What kind of stuff does he have on here? Oh, wow. He's got uh, Old Joy up here, too. This is Kelly Riker, which I'm actually planning on watching today, weirdly enough. I mean, they're, they're not, I, I shouldn't say weirdly enough. These are very, um, uh, I think Kelly Riker has a lot in common stylistically uh, with. Rick Alverson and Will Oldham's in both the, both of the pictures as well. And he's not in a lot of movies. Um, I am interested. I'm going to subscribe to this guy's channel. I think he's got a lot of cool stuff here. Better Living Through Chemistry 2014. Um... With Olivia Wilde and Sam Rockwell. He's got that out in the open here. I don't know this movie. Wow. I don't... Oh, yeah. I've, I've totally this. <laughs> we've... It's funny because then there's a uh, you can buy there's there's the whole movie poster on here, which seems to be of a, of a normal cut and decent quality. And then there's the little button to buy or rent it officially through the YouTube website. Which doesn't uh, necessarily jive because I can just watch it. It's not, <laughs> why do I need to buy or rent it? It's right here. It's just out in the open. Uh, now it is one, I am at one with it and uh, better living through chemistry. I don't know that one. Got another one called The Census Taker on here, starring Garrett Morris. Whatever. What the hell? Uh, okay, um, folks. The Builder. New Jerusalem. I feel like I, I won't... I'm not going to differentiate the time stamps for both. I think they're such a pair that I I, talk, I did talk about them each in their own kind of own way here and there. But, uh, yeah. There you have it. I got to get these online. That's all that's all that's all it's about. Uh and I'm gonna do so right this very second. Thanks for listening. Up next we have the uh two hundred and seventy seventh episode of the, the podcast. It's gonna be also Rick Alverson talking about his next two films, the comedy and entertainment. And that's not that's one you're gonna wanna listen to for sure. Well, maybe you want maybe not. But you know, if you like this one, then it's a kind of you know, you probably just would should listen to that one as well. Uh try to keep that one around thirty minutes. Uh, or less also thanks for listening bye